Good morning, Eddie Couples. You look good for being 100, buddy. You just do. You don't look a day over 100. That joke oh, didn't age. We Right, right. I've been... I, really work. For days, I've been looking forward to saying that to you. 100. 100. Well done. I feel... I feel like we're doing a double party because we just had another celebration of one year of the show. And I had no idea that 100 shows, but it makes sense. We're doing two a week. Times and we took 50 a week whatever. off. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, That's there it is. <laughs> how math works. <laughs> Welcome to math. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. 100 shows. 100 shows. The thing that I, we don't need to do another full recap, I don't think, because if people want to no. hear us recap how much we enjoy doing the show, just go to episode 99, which was our one year anniversary. But mm-hmm. man, you know, I was thinking this morning, you know how people always say, I just wouldn't do this if there weren't people listening. Like, this is all for the audience. And so I was genuinely thinking this morning, would you and I have kept doing this if all of our friends on the other side were not listening and talking back to us and being a part of the show with us? Okay. Do you want my real answer? Yeah. My real answer is I do this despite the fact that people are listening. It makes uh-huh. me very uncomfortable that it's not just you. I uh-huh. not that I would rather talk to you, but it's not my I'm I I'm just as fine. Yes. <laughs> Either way, I'm honored that people listen and grateful and enjoy the back and forth and enjoy and appreciate people, you know, supporting a marathon, half marathon and all that. I enjoy all of the things. But no. What about you? Yeah, I mean that because I thought I don't want to say that if it's not true. Because I, you know, we try to be the people we wish we were on the show. And yeah. so I thought, do would we have kept going if no one was listening or if no one talked back to us? And I bet we would have stopped by now. Oh. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. We would have gone like, we- uh, this was fun, but we can just talk without hitting record. Right. And it's a lot more convenient because I usually wouldn't talk to you via scheduling a half hour with Jenna right. on a morning. And I'm not checking my IJM calendar and I'm not setting up a recording link. Right. Yeah, there's a lot easier right. ways to keep a friendship going. Yes. Right. No, no, no. That's with right. this, the podcast had to be, I mean, you and I have always, every time we've come back to about every six months gone like, okay, do we want to do this for another six months? The mm-hmm. question has always been like, do we enjoy talking to each other? Like fundamentally, Yes. Is this, can we, can we make allowance, like, can we tell our calendar that we have time to do this? And that's what becomes the very hard part because it's, there's just a lot happening in life and there would be much easier ways to talk. That's right. That's right. But so, yes. So every time. So, yeah, it just makes me thankful that boy, I really trickled out. Yeah, you did. But you have a lot going on. You have a lot going on. I am also sick, Annie. Are you? Just barely here. Oh, yes. Wait, what does that mean? Just bad cold all weekend. Oh, no. Runny nose. I'm trying as hard as I can not to cough and to have a normal sounding voice. Wait, do you... Eddie, how are you sick on top of everything? You you actually... I mean this most literally. You don't have time to be sick. Uh, You are correct. I don't have time to be sick. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's you just because okay. you just have to like push through because you can't stop doing all the things you have to do literally right now. Yes, ish. Except that also, Brian is awesome, and if I need and I I can take a day off work, but there is a lot of stuff happening that I can't not yeah. be sick for. And I, it was just a cold, and I'm okay. But it's I oh. it like went into my chest today, and I'm like. Ugh. 
deep, weird voice. Oh, man, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, actually, for your sanity, or or if this doesn't make you feel more sane, you don't sound different to me. That's good. Maybe I just always talk like I have a cold. May, you know, sometimes people talk on uh, social media about how you have a new activist voice and uh, Annie and Eddie voice. Maybe just you're just like using that. your new activist voice, so my brain is not registering it differently. I know. I, it's really funny. When people talk about that, I dislike it, but I understand what they're saying. Do you not think it's true? Well, tonally, I know it's not because yeah. I edit both shows. And so I know just on a spectrum of voice, it's the same thing. And I know that it's EQ'd the same way for both shows. So I know uh, quantifiably that the voice is not different. It's that it's different parts. It's like you and I are like unscripted talking about what we're talking about so we're going to go from we got to talk about snl at some point to seven minutes of serious to jokesies to whatever uh-huh new activist is a completely different setup there's a completely different tone it's you and me just the two of us yeah and i have thoughtfully considered what i'm about to tell you and i'm telling it to you just to you uh-huh very quietly it's just me and a listener yeah this is i'm talking to a friend like it should be right, different. we all right, sound different right. it's like Annie on stage is a little different than Annie right now. Same Annie. Right. Just two different just two different things happening. Right. It is um I just finished Sunday night on my drive on my drive. Nope, my flight home from Colorado. Mm-hmm. I finished listening to season 2 of Hidden Something uh yes. by Jesse Carey and his yes. his friendship talking voice and his presenting a scary podcast voice are are maybe tonally the same like you're saying. <laughs> Yeah. But when he's reading and when he's like when he's performing the show like you do with new activists, yes. it's different. Yeah. Yes. And so it is like a, it is it is. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to open it. I'm, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I've actually started my telephone. Sorry. Um, I was opening. <laughs> <It's me calling. laughs> I was opening um, Spotify to make sure I said the title was podcast wrong. I, right. And it was wrong. It's not hidden something. It's hiding something. Yes. My apologies. Oddly, I have read it that way in my head. So when you said it, I was like, yeah. Yeah. But no. that's not the title of the show. That's right. It's hiding Hold on. something. I, can I rewind? I'm feeling regret about something and I'm going to wish I had said it. Can I rewind sure. seven minutes? When you said, I would do this even if there wasn't an audience. And then I gave that weird response about we both have to make allowances for our calendar and whatever. Yeah. I think what I meant to say was... <laughs> We and I enjoy doing a podcast in any form very much. You and I have enough going on in our lives where it's not like I'm we're sitting around bored trying to churn up things to do. Sure, everything has a opportunity and everything has a cost, of which the decision to do a podcast has both an opportunity because we get to chat and we get to be on a podcast with each other that people listen to, and then there's a cost, which of course is in this case mostly time. So that's what I was trying to say. And so if no one was here, the opportunity cost would get obliterated because you and I would just find a way to text or chat when it was very convenient for both of us. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think, I mean, I don't think anyone, yeah, I don't think anyone heard anything different than that. Everyone understands that we all have calendars and we put on the calendars the thing that we prioritize. Yes. That's a better way to say it. I made it into this big, long, weird monologue that then I could hear you stop. And I was like, ugh. No, no, no. I was I, I was with you. I understand. Yes. Where, I mean, and I mean, I think the what you've said on the show before and what what I know is reality is that you have a whole lot more going on than you normally do. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you're moving and selling homes and your wife's graduating and new job. I mean, there's just a whole lot going on. This Friday, she graduates. Right. That's I awesome. I'm freaking out. I, I'm just Why? so proud of her. Because it's so exciting. And it's been the fastest, shortest three years of all time. Yeah. I feel like we just moved here, just got started. Yeah. And she, like, the cap and gown is hanging in our closet. Ready to go. Right. It's unbelievable to me. When does she take the bar exam? End of July. I don't remember the exact dates, but end of July. Okay. And y'all so do that in Florida? She will do it remotely. Ah, okay. Uh, but but yes, it will not be the Florida bar exam. It will be it will be their like DC, Maryland, or Virginia bar exam. Oh, oh, duh. Of course. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Does she have to take them in all those states? No. It turns out that they are all three different bar exams. So you really have to choose one. Uh, right, right. So she will ha- if she wanted to be, if she wanted to practice in your region, she'd have to take all three. <clears throat> okay, you're going to have to text Bree because I have just fallen off the ledge of understanding. I understand less about her you world. You said there's all three know, different tests, right? Yes, but I think there's some reciprocity between uh-huh. them. Meaning, if you take one, it counts in the other one. But I don't know. Right. Okay. But I know that she knows. Yeah. And seems to be on a definite course. Okay. Great. So That's she is. And and yeah, and that start it starts now. Yeah. I'm very proud of it. Yeah. It's very exciting. Okay, great. Um, I do have a this is a non one hundred thing that I wanted to tell you, but we're yes. eleven minutes in and we haven't talked about being one hundred hardly at all. <laughs> no, I, I was in Colorado last weekend and some friends yes. and I were sitting around a bonfire and I looked up to the sky and there were a string of stars moving at the same speed across the sky. A string of stars yes. moving at the same speed across. Like, were they shooting stars? Nope. They were stars. When you looked up, they looked the same as all the stars. <laughs> yes. And they were in a straight line. And one of the people at the bonfire, because of his profession, was able to say to us, that is not a string of stars. That is Elon Musk's um, awesome. satellites. Awesome. It was awesome. The rocket shoots them up. And then they go in a string. They're called a string of pearls. They go and, and they look just like the sky. They look just like the stars at night. And the and as they're going into orbit, they're eventually going to spread out and split off. But we saw them while they were still launched. And then 20 minutes later, we saw a second one, Eddie, where all, yeah. the, where all the pearls were much closer together. And the educated one in the circle said... Um, that's a UFO. No, he said that is- that's a more... That is a younger launch because they haven't spread out as much how oh. about that all the while that guy is just standing there hosting snl and you're gazing at the sky seeing things that he has launched up there absolute literally except it was not saturday night but yes I mean, it was the it weekend blows my mind he was wow. in new york practicing to be on saturday night live the next night on friday mm-hmm. night i saw two of his string of satellites go across the sky. Wow. Yeah. I. Uh, How cool is that? That, that? that blows me away. Also, I love that you were in a place that it was dark enough to do star spotting. Because that's a that there's something about that. You've got to be far enough away from a city, deep enough into it. Like you can see some stars at night, but to see those kinds of stars, your eyes have to have adjusted. You got to be somewhere dark. That is really beautiful. That is very peaceful to think about for for me right now. Well, yeah, yes, agreed. It was a very special moment. Comma, 
there's going to be 40,000 of them in the sky and we're all going to be able to see them. And it and one of the concerns is it's actually changing the light amount in the sky at night. Wild. Yes, it is it is literally worth googling and falling into the hole of what his sat cuz it's a it's called Starlink, I think. Yes. And it's it's going to provide I mean on the cool side, it's going to provide high-speed Wi-Fi for very rural rural areas mm-hmm. that have not been able to get fiber or um, or even, you know, cable in some situations. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of problems with it that I don't know yet because I have not read very much, but listening to my friend who does know a lot, it sounds like a, a really cool thing that... And, and so I said, how long... Are they going to be up there forever? And he said, no, about 400 years. And I was like, and then they're just going to fall to the earth and they're just yeah. going to like... <laughs> Like 400 years from now in 20, what, 24, 21, they're just going to like, the earth is going to be riddled with 40,000 satellites. He's like, no, they'll burn up on their way in. They'll never hit the earth, but they'll be up there for 400 years. There is something that makes me feel beautifully insignificant about all of that. That's cool, right? just, oh man. Oh, looking at the night sky and realizing that the light that you're seeing from a star started it, it, you know, hundreds of years ago, mm-hmm. like this light that started was before most of our recorded history and it's mm-hmm. just hitting you. Mm-hmm. You realize like, mm-hmm. oh, we are just in the middle of something grand and beautiful and unknown. Yeah. But that is weird because there's really Elon Musk and the team of people that make the brand Elon Musk are really actually exploring and changing things aren't they like it's it's more than just oh this guy's kind of an eccentric person that wants to go to space like there's real change about the globe happening Mm -hmm. because of what they're doing Mm -hmm. and that is an interesting power to wield yes it's very interesting yeah it is wild but i was like i mean as it was happening i was like i can't wait to tell eddie (laughs) i'm seeing something i never because when i looked up i thought what am i seeing and so i just Mm kind of said casually to our friends like you guys, what is that? <laughs> Why are yeah. those stars moving in an actual straight line? Because they weren't planes. And because we were in Colorado, I thought maybe <laughs> this is an planes. Air Force thing. Like, because the Air Force Academy is here, right? So I was like, maybe these are like oh, yes. very small planes from the Air Force. Nope. Elon right. Musk. Don't you love, I love looking at the night sky and how you know that you don't know most of what's up there, but you know immediately when something's not as it should be. You're uh-huh, like, okay, uh-huh. I, understand, I understand what a star is supposed to do. I kind of understand maybe uh-huh. a satellite far away, but when four of these little beauties are going pretty quickly across the sky and they're close together, yeah, yeah. it's that's and that's, FYI, I was, was like Studio 50. fifty. It wasn't four. Ooh, oh, 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 cool. It was so was cool. Say, it went for so long. <coughs> yes, sorry, I'm coughing. You're all right. Here, you talk for a second. Yeah, it um, went. I mean, it was <laughs> it was easily fifty star, fifty satellites. So then, by the time oh. we look up, we can start explaining it and talking about it and thinking about it and it's still happening hey friends just interrupting the show real quick to tell you about our sponsor ritual we love ritual eddie's family me we love our multivitamins we deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why especially when it comes to something we take every day rituals clean vegan friendly multivitamin is formulated with high quality nutrients and bioavailable forms that your body can actually use i've been taking ritual probably for like a year eddie and i Absolutely love them. The minty tab is a game changer because the vitamins don't smell like vitamins. They smell like minty, 
minty freshness. And I feel like, I mean, it's hard to, to quantify who you'd be if you weren't taking vitamins, but I sure feel good. I mean, I wake up good. I feel great. I mean, I feel like it has really helped me this year. Yeah. I, you, you know, you said like our whole family takes it and that is because ritual is made traceable. You know what nutrients you're taking and where they come from. And it's part of rituals, one of a kind visible supply chain. Like it is one thing for me to test out something. It is another thing for our whole family to be taking it for the kids to be enjoying it. And it's because like you can understand where it's coming from. And also ritual is designed with your life stage in mind. So it's available for women and men and teens the Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. So they have really thought of everything and made this a possible ritual. I love it. Yeah. So friends, get your key nutrients. Ritual is offering us 10% off during your first three months. Any of our friends get 10% off. Just visit ritual.com slash keep talking to start your ritual today. Um, speaking of Elon Musk, I have not gotten to watch Saturday Night Live yet because I was out of okay. town. But what, I mean, we re I read an article this morning, I actually sent it to you and our friend Andy about, from the ringer about SNL, but what were your thoughts yes. on Elon Musk? Elon Musk. Oh boy. Oh boy. Wow. Yeah. Elon Musk hosting. Yes. First of all, before I say another word, I have to get water. And okay. so we're going to ask for help. Hold on a second. Hey, Lucy girl, <gasps> could I trouble you to bring me my water bottle? I forgot it, please. Thank you. All right. I just got to get some water. I'm like, I, I can barely talk. <clears throat> this is podcasting at its finest, by the way. I don't even think I'll edit it out. Okay, just, don't. Yeah. Here's me being sick. Yeah. In the middle of a show. Great. I'm here for it. It's real life. I'm we're, fine with we're it. We're recording right now. Can we chat in a little bit? I love you. All right. Thank you. I'm back. Sure. I have water. I'm ready to talk about SNL. Okay. Okay. So first of all, expectations were so low. Okay. Because I think... Anybody who heard Elon Musk was hosting, despite the collective, what may have been collective groans about any of his previous statements about there's no need to wear a mask yeah, and a lot his of, yeah, difficulty with of, union, yeah. there, there's just, this is a guy that brings a lot of very uh, uh, deserved controversy yeah. around him. Yeah. Also, just from a basic comedy standpoint, I don't think a lot of people have ever thought, yeah, no, that guy has chops. I bet that guy can hang. Sure. Um, so coming with low expectations, I found myself laughing a few times in the episode. Oh, I good. actually thought it was not the worst episode of the season, and I thought it was okay. He is also a very quirky human being, and he said, uh, like, he kind of was, like, unabashedly totally comfortable in his skin, which yeah. somehow made it really work. Um, yeah, it was an interesting episode. Okay. I really can't wait for you to watch it. Okay. Uh he also said in the monologue that he is the first person who has Asperger's to have ever hosted the show. Yeah. And the punchline was, or the first person that we know about. So he was kind of making yeah. a little joke yeah. there. Um, but do you actually, did you read about that though? I read about that today that actually Dan Aykroyd is on the spectrum. Oh, really? And so Dan Aykroyd chirped back or someone chirped back on his behalf and said, no, you're not the first because Dan Aykroyd was on the show for years, but maybe the first host. I'm not sure. Yeah, but that still feels like a joke that could have been vetted a little mm, bit better. Maybe. All you could have done is just type SNL and Asperger's sure, and probably sure. come up with a, I'm always amazed at things that get pushed back on. Like, how did you not, how did an intern not Google just the right. general ideas of these right. jokes? Uh, yeah, but I thought it was pretty funny. And I loved, I love it when they bring the moms on. 
Oh, because, did they? Oh, you did not see it. They did in the opening. The, the cold open was a thing that incorporated uh, most of the cast and their moms. And the best part is seeing there's two factors to each of the moms that I love. One is how much do they look like the cast member? And sure, for some of them, yeah. it, is, it is laughable. You're like, oh, there you are. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah. are that in is you. 25 years. Yep. There it is. That's so charming and cute. The other uh, and 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 kind of like 1A is how proud they are of mm. their kid that's standing there. You could just tell right. they're just beaming and they're on TV and it's very bright. The second thing, though, is what kind of parent is it? Are they standing with the parent who was the performer in the house growing up and mm. is this is their moment? Or are they standing with the parent who definitely didn't want a part of this, but happens to but be happens their mom to be the and mom. got sucked in? Right. So like Kyle Mooney's mom, uh-huh. you can just tell. That lady wanted to be on SNL. She probably has done community theater. Maybe she has a long, like this was her moment and it wow. was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was awesome. I loved the mom cold open. It okay. Was very sweet. Good. I, I do enjoy watching. So I will hopefully get, I, Lee, as you and I, speaking of calendars, we're, we're trying to make our lives work this week because oh, I go boy. out of town again later this week. And so, um, I don't really have any time at home before I go out of town. So I'm going to try, but I don't have, um, I'm not really home. Are you okay? Are you okay with that? No, this is not my rhythm that I enjoy. No, but okay, this is not my life. This is May and June. So. Yeah. So I, I'm in that right now, but I've been like prepping for it and feel like I'm in go mode and it's all very managed. Yeah. Uh, but this, there's a difference though sometimes where you're like, no, I don't like, this is not sustainable. I'm willing to do this for this period of time. But if this goes to June 8th or whatever your cutoff date is, I'm like, I'm going to implode. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I knew, I know what May and June is. In fact, most of my friends who I get dinner with on a normal basis or who I see that are not my like inner, inner circle. Yeah. All I have said to all of them, I probably will see you in August. And so, but in our town, I mean, in our town, that's really normal for people who travel for, you know, there's tours that are leaving out in June, especially after being a year off. There's some tours that are leaving out in June and won't be home for months. Right. And so that's not, that's not a community killer in our town is going like, Hey, I would love to see you, but you know, this is what my May looks like. The, that sounds fun tour. It happens in June. I go on vacation in July for the first part and I'll be back at the end of July. So let's plan dinner in August. Oh, you get to go on vacation in July? Yes, I'm going on vacation. Don't tell me. Don't tell us where. Okay. But are you, well, I mean, unless you want to, but are you excited about that? Yeah, I have to really work to not live for vacation. (laughs) I feel you. And so I am choosing, and I get, I mean, a couple, I got a day off. Well, I get a day off every week because that's how the rhythms of earth are supposed to go. Um, Mm -hmm. I try to have a Sabbath every week. So I had a day off last week in Colorado. I have a day off this coming weekend. Um. And then we have Dollywood the next weekend and which is super fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, I'm excited about July. There are some really fun things leading up to July yeah. that I like, I don't want to rush through tour. I've been waiting to tour for a year and a half. We were supposed to do this last fall, you know, yeah. last August we had tour dates and venues booked and then COVID. So I, you know, I can't wait. So I don't want to rush through that to July, but yes, I will look forward to being off the internet for a couple of weeks to, you know, just trying to read more books and sleep in a little bit more and, and be on vacation. So yeah, of course, but 
I, I I have to live for May. I can't wait to hear the live podcasts that come from I that. Know. Show. I think I love the so energy fun. of live podcasts, and I love the just the and the spontaneity. Uh-huh. You're always real spont spontaneous. Your shows are very very lightly edited, mostly edited for just like things when I cough in the middle of a podcast and <laughs> remove the cough, right? But it's yeah. very, very lightly. So you always get what you get, which is fun, but there's just a certain energy that comes from yeah. the sound. Well, there's an audience you'll hear laughing, hopefully, and right. you know, clapping oh, and all that. that. But And the fun thing is we get to bring 80% of it to That Sounds Fun, the podcast, and then the people in the room get 20% that is the reason you show up. You know, it's the... It's yeah. the energy of what happens before you hit record and after you hit stop, you know? So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yes, I mean, our, I mean, it, we've talked about this before, but, you know, I have that list in the back of my journal, uh, the back of my planner of things I plan to finish in 2021 because I need to know yeah. some things don't last forever and mm-hmm. like Invisalign. And so, yeah. um, <laughs> and so to me, vacation's really exciting and really good um, because I need, ending points to things yeah so do you feel that way i mean like as you're going through the move and prepping are you like oh yeah we've talked about it because you're like by october my life yes i do but i also want i'm working really hard to we're playing everything's future thinking like we we just did a virtual tour of a house in dc right before you and i got on the phone so it's a house that we wouldn't move into until august but we were just walking through it and picturing our lives there and so it's this weird bounce between what does today have to offer? What does yeah. this Tuesday, May 11th have to offer? And how can I be present in this? But at the same time, I'm very much in August. Mm-hmm. And Brian graduates this Friday. This is a big moment. This right. is a huge, huge thing. We have a graduation party this Saturday. We've been planning for all of this. We've been... So how do I be very present in that without just going like, and then in June, we're doing this. In July, we're doing this. So it's the right. it is the constant back and forth of like, I can use them for a little bit of motivation mm-hmm. when I need it, but I don't want to live there because I'll miss – there's just a lot yeah. happening between now and then. And I feel like that's been the theme of – as we talk about 100 episodes and we were – our pre-planning was let's talk about things of hundreds yeah. that are fun to think about, which – Pennies. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's which the I only like, one I ever found. I couldn't get past thinking of 100 days. Mm-hmm. Just what 100 days can do in a life. Yeah. Like, I – my life a hundred days ago, I would say was more radically different than any other hundred day period. Oh, wow. Um, and I just am like a hundred days. It's a third. It's less than a third of a year. And what a beautiful thing we have to be present in the time that we have. And mm-hmm. so when I'm think, I just, I, I am stuck on the presence of being here right now. And so I know I'm like weaving in a bunch of different topics, but so yes, when I think about vacation, I'm like, oh, I want to hold on to that. If, if I need a little like 20 minutes of escape, I'm going to go and Google some stuff about it. And then mm-hmm. I'm just going to put it away because yeah. I got to, because I will obliterate everything between now and then by just fantasizing about walking on the beach or wherever you're going to be going. Mm-hmm. I assume, mm-hmm. I assume you're going to the Arctic Circle. Yes. Yes. I will be on a trip to Antarctica. Yeah. Just yeah, just is the Arctic Circle a... the Antarctica is the Arctic Circle the one at the top? Are they both Arctic Circles? Annie, I just don't know. Okay, okay. I don't understand those things. <laughs> I don't know when I see penguins, and I'm going to just be honest here. And I know I could Google it, but it's a thing I don't know that I'm sure the kids know. When I see penguins standing, and they're like, "There's they're at the," I don't know if they're at the North or South Pole. 
And I don't know. And only one of them, one of them has, them, right? I fi- I have no idea. One yeah. of them has land. One of them doesn't. But you could stand on either one of them. So one of them must be all ice. I mean, the, the amount I don't know is embarrassing. No, it's not embarrassing. I'm very much with you because I don't know that. I and mean, I think polar bears are only at one of them. Who could know? Who could know? Science has never found out. Santa's only no at data. one of them. So, <laughs> no, we, I, but I know pole. this. That one's north. I do know that. That 100%. is the North Pole. Because as a child and as an adult, all you want to do is get there, and you know all I got to head north. All you want to do is get there. That's exactly right. That's one hundred percent true. I would love. I mean, wouldn't you love to go to the North Pole and be like, "We were right all along. We were it. right all along." You get it. I like the while the Polar Express movie kind of freaks me out. Is a little too scary. Uh, I like beca- the because of the of content or because of Tom Hanks' face being a cartoon kind of. Bingo. We needed two more years of animation prep on that. And then we got a magic movie. <laughs> That's exactly right, Eddie. They just we put needed, it out too soon. They put yeah. it out too soon. We needed halfway, and I'm pretty sure it's a DreamWorks mm-hmm. picture. Halfway, mm-hmm. we needed DreamWorks to go, here's what we're going to do. We're going to sell this property to Pixar. You get Tom Hanks. You get the story rights. You get the production. You get right. everything. Right. I'm going to need you to I'm going to need you to Pixar it. And Pixar would say, oh, the story's there. Everything's there. Let's do a full scrub of animation. Uh-huh. Like what they like they did with Sonic the Hedgehog. Remember the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie? I'm sad. I sadly I don't. Sorry. Oh no! What you're not an 11 year old boy? Like <laughs> so the first. I literally never they, was, which is the problem. The first <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog movie was released a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and they released a trailer, and it was like a big thing. We're like, oh, Sonic the movie is out, and it, and uh, Jim Carrey is playing uh, Doctor or something. I forget. And the animation of Sonic freaked everybody out. Uh huh. And they were like. Mm, okay, we'll change it. So they went back and reanimated the whole movie because they realized that they basically road tested the animation. Um, so wow. that being said, we could have done that with, I think we could have done that with a couple of movies and Polar Express would have been mm. one of them. All that to say, I want to get on a magic train in my pajamas, have good treats handed to me. And the next thing you know, there's just little bells and magic. <gasps> but I don't wow. want to have to look Tom Hanks in the face in that scenario. In real life, I want to, but I don't want to look at his computer face. Yahtzee. I don't want him taking my ticket, is what I'm saying. Right. Though I do think it's pretty neat the way he does the tickets really fast. Like, Oh, and it says it believe. Little... That is really beautiful. You're right. If he could do that, that in more. real life, I would take the Polar Express. But I don't want his computer version doing that for my ticket. Right. Yeah. I think you I'd know like what? to talk about us. Yes, go. No, you go. Uh, this is exactly what the hundred show was supposed to be. Literally like. was about to say, Annie, the words were about, you know what? If I had to plan a hundredth show and how to do it, it would have been the most random weird show that I'm not sure even how you'll think about titling it. No, but I can't. I I think you're I'm welcome, just everyone. Stick with titling it about the one hundredth show and let them all figure out the cacophony once they arrive. Can you put a question mark at the end about the hundredth show? Yeah, yeah, that's it. About the hundredth show? Just like, question mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did. That's exactly like, what I'm going to Because Eddie got weird about an answer, then 15 <laughs> minutes in, went back and revised an answer, <laughs> and then opened up a lot of loopholes. And then Andy, Andy, oh my God. He's welcome Annie, here too. Who we love. But yeah. Annie then tried to lead the ship, but apparently I was just too far out to sea. No, and no. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate your gentle, like trying to lead the dance the whole time. Stop, like, you're hey, fine. Hey, Hey, let's not run into the let's not run into the bar. Let's move over here. Ah, okay. That's not true. That's not true. Dip me. You are <laughs> Okay, we're done. 
Friends, thanks for being with us for a hundred shows of Annie and A. Keep talking. We appreciate you. Uh, go wash your hands, and we'll see you back here on Friday. Bye, buddies. Bye. <laughs> My name is Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> 